Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I am your host Dave Johnson uh, Never thought I'd have my own radio show But hey, I guess anything's possible um, But uh, I want to thank J.C. Hawk Sports Network For giving me this great opportunity Um Never did anything like this before, so we'll do the best we can. And uh, talking women's football is something that we really like around here. Um, you know, I'm just an old country boy from East Tennessee, and um, they play a lot of good football around here. And we're trying to bring some good women's football to the area. So uh, we're going to be playing in the USWFL Iron Woman Championship on uh, Saturday. 3 p.m. at the legendary Stone Castle in Bristol, Tennessee, uh, followed by us at 7 p.m. will be the Washington Prodigy and the Houston Wildcats for the overall WSFL, um, USWFL, excuse me, national championship. So it's going to be a great weekend. Sunday, we have an all-star game set up at 10 a.m., the Northeast versus the Southwest. So uh, it's going to be a great weekend coming up for all the teams involved. And we're glad to be hosting that this year and uh, hoping to have a good crowd. These women deserve it. They've played hard all year from each team, traveled a lot, put in a lot of time all through the year, through the winter months, now into the summer. So they deserve everything they can get, and uh, we're hoping to bring a good venue to them. So everybody that's close that can come, I'd sure appreciate it, and I know the ladies would too. Um, I was actually going to go to the WFA championships this past weekend, but since we won the Southern Conference title and we get to play in this Iron Women Championship, we had to stay home and practice. But I did watch all the games, and uh, they had a great venue up there in Pittsburgh for the W uh, Bowl Two, and uh, uh, for me, the the story of the weekend was the Arkansas Wildcats. Uh, I heard them say they didn't have but at the most 15 players at any point during the season, and uh, most of the time they played with 13. And uh, I watched them play, and it, they. They did a great job. The tailback, I was fortunate or unfortunate, I might say. She ran wild on us the day we played them. Uh, got to meet her in person, and she's, she's really a great player. Um, she ran ran wild in that game also. So um, that, to me, you know, having a small roster teams, uh, 
myself. Um, that was a a, a great uh, thing to see that a team with just that many players could stay dedicated and committed to one another, teammates, um, just their whole organization to travel. I'm not exactly sure their whole story. Uh, maybe next week or so I can get caught up with some of them and find out, maybe have them on. But I know they did have to travel to Oregon to uh, play and win to get to Pittsburgh. And, you know, I know a lot of you people out there can't imagine playing with 13 players. Well, it's tough. And uh, we did it several times this year ourselves. And for them to play at the level and the caliber that I've seen them play uh, last uh, Friday was was just amazing. And my hat's off to them uh, for a great season. And like I said, man, 13 players, it's unbelievable uh, because of the competition. As we all know, in the WFA is tough. And when you can travel that far <clears throat> and get it done, you deserve everything you get. And my hat's off to them. Uh, also, in the Division Two, got to watch the St. Louis Slam play. I've never seen them play before. And uh, they got a great team also. They're back-to-back champions. A uh, little tailback for them is amazing. To be that small, to be that good. Uh, watched her first time I got to see her in action. And, and uh, their whole team's good. Don't want to overslide anybody, but she really caught my eye. I think they said she was four foot ten or eleven and 140 pounds, and she didn't just run it around the end. She ran it a lot up the middle, and uh, they obviously got a great team. I think the only loss they had all year was to the Division One Chicago Force. So, what a great season it was for the St. Louis Slam, as they went back to back Division Two national titles in the WFA. And then on Saturday morning, uh, we got to watch their all-star game. And uh, it was a really interesting game as well. And uh, they uh, put on a good show. The national team finally pulled it out there at the end. I think Samantha Grisafi came in and let them down the field there. Uh, as we all know, if anybody knows anything about women's football, that She's a great player, even though I haven't seen much of her. Uh, but uh, my wife sure has, and she she talks highly about her and the command she has as a quarterback and as a player and, and uh, everything, the work ethic and everything she stands for. So uh, what a way to send her off. But then the, the Dallas Elite, uh, they've came close the last two years, and they finally pulled it off past Saturday and uh, thought it was just going to be a blowout the way the game started. They jumped out to the lead and just, I mean, 31 points in the first half and held on, I believe, to win 31-21. And uh, obviously they got a great team. I mean, you don't get that far two or three times in a row if you don't have a great team. So, you know, um, the WFA, hey, anybody can win at any given week in that league. We all know how good they are. Nobody has to tell them. And uh, all those teams did a great job, and I'm, I'm sure everybody did a great job. Um, I didn't get to see the IWFL championship, but I did see bits and pieces 
of the uh, Utah Falcons back-to-back win, and uh, I was really amazed to see the crowd that they had there. And that's my goal for for the USWFL is to, uh, no matter where the championship be, is to, for one day to fill the stands like that. That's the kind of atmosphere that I would love to see for all these championships to have for these for these women, um, they they deserve it, you know. And uh, it just blows my mind that we can't get more people behind it and uh, you know on board to help these women out. I mean, they come from all walks of life, from uh, everywhere, and you know they just join. Uh, they're on one team to come together, and uh, you know they pay their way, and they. Uh, they they'd be proud to play in an atmosphere like that. So um, Utah, whatever you're doing, you, you're doing it right. So you know what a great deal it was out there, and congratulations to you. Um, the Founders Bowl, I did watch a little bit of it, uh, and uh, Colorado Freeze won it. They looked like they were a pretty good team. Um, so then the All Star Game. The the West won it, and uh, I didn't get to see any of it. So uh, just know that they'd won. But uh, I just want to congratulate all the winners from uh, both of those leagues and teams and and everything that you stand for and and work hard as a team. I mean, I'm a I'm a great fan of women's football. Period. Not just the team that I own or the league that we own or and all that, I, I just love women's football, period. And uh, so for all of you guys to do what you do, win in that kind of form that you did and have the crowds that you had there, it's it's a great accomplishment. So uh, great job on that. So I'm hoping this weekend that uh, we'll have two more really good games on Saturday and and have a good all-star game on Sunday. So I'm hoping that uh, the championship games will have a lot of people there to, to root these teams on, no matter who you're rooting for. It don't matter. If you don't know anything about football, come and support just the women's football in general because that's what uh, I'm all about. Basically, that's what this show's about. And, uh, you know, we want to take care of take care of these women as as much as we can they don't uh, they don't get the props that they should so <clears throat> that's uh, that's one thing that uh, everybody needs to get on board if you can know anybody help them out let them know uh, uh, how they can get involved like I said it don't matter what team you like or who you're for show up the game and, and root for the just for women's football in general. So, you know, that's uh, that's the way we'd like to see it. Um, I actually uh, come to this radio show right here. To, some of the girls on my team kept telling me, you know, hey, you got a lot of good ideas. You ever thought about writing some of that stuff down? And I didn't. I'm not, you know, up, everybody knows I'm not too up to date on the social media stuff, so. Uh, I thought, ah, you know, I ain't got time to mess that stuff, and they kept on and on. So I said, you know what, I'll uh, I'll just uh, 
sit down and write this little blog, and we called it the Coach's Corner. And uh, next thing I know, uh, uh, J.C. Hawk had been on one of her shows before, and she called me and asked me if I wanted to do this radio show. And I thought, well, I ain't never did one before, but hey, if it'll help uh, help out my blog and help out my team and and our league and and help out these women, hey, I'll, I'll do anything. So that's how it became about. I'm hoping you know we can get better at it as we go. Uh, hoping next week to have a couple coaches call in to be on the show with us, and eventually, you know. From the next few weeks on, I'd like to uh, have every coach from every one of the teams of every league that won a national championship, bowl game, whatever, if I can get them to come on, uh, I I really want to. I'd like to talk to them, congratulate them, you know, to see how other teams and coaches do it in other parts of the world. So um, that's that's what this show's about. That's what my blog's about. You know, it ain't to try to um, outdo anybody else. It's to try to uh, rule in more spectators and more excitement for for women's football. And uh, you know, there's a no matter what league you're in, there's a lot of good teams out there, and there's a lot of good uh, venues that you go play in. I mean, we went and played in a little venue in Indiana, up there in Paoli, Indiana, and uh, we traveled up there to play the uh, Southern Indiana Storm in the Lightning Bowl. We was fortunate enough to win it, and the Houston Wildcats traveled up there and met the Detroit Pride down there to play in the Storm Bowl. And uh, they Detroit finally pulled that out, I think, in the very end. And uh, it was a great game, and it was a great venue. You know, Cecil and those guys, I'm sure they worked hard to pull that together. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough doing all that and, and, and traveling up there and I got to see some friends of mine uh, Casey and Ryan Shaw and they let us hang out for the weekend and put up with us while we was there and you know that's that's what it's about traveling around seeing some old friends playing some good football uh, we all went out after the game to after party that Cecil and them would set up and uh, it was a it was a great thing you know and it it may not be a a lot to a lot of people, but when you got uh, – we got 18 players on my team and probably 12, 14 of them are rookies. And, you know, every little thing means a lot to them. And, uh, you know, so all the little things turn into big things. So a lot of the things that some of these bigger teams and bigger leagues take for granted, the smaller teams – smaller leagues they don't take for granted it's a highlight and you know i think as as you grow your team and as you grow your organization you forget what got you to that point and for me it's always keeping these girls grounded as myself i mean i'm no i'm no different but you got to stay grounded and you got to stay true to your roots and what got you there, and um, I want them to enjoy every moment. I mean, these girls got a great opportunity that no team I've ever had, you know, uh, before we play uh, to play in this USWFL Iron Woman Championship. And uh, let me tell you, 
we've played a lot of good teams all year. I mean, I know people say, eh, that league ain't as tough as it is. Well, let me tell you something. There's there's some really good teams in this league, and we battled with them two times all year long. And, uh, you know, we went to Fayetteville. Uh, we went shorthanded, and we showed up, and we gave them all we could to three and a half quarters. And in the fourth quarter, they pulled it out and, and beat us pretty good. Uh, it was the only loss we suffered all year. And then uh, we was fortunate enough to be the number one seed. And when they come to us, we uh, we pulled it out pretty good. So I want, you know, everybody to understand that uh, part of any women's football team or any organization that, uh, you know, I, I'm there for you. I don't care what league you're in. I don't care what team you're in. But I, I really do uh, like the fact that um, – these a lot of these teams just seem to stay grounded more than others, and it you know it seems that no matter how, how good or or bad they are, you know mostly goods where where it comes from. But you know you don't forget where you come from, and that's that's a big thing for me, you know. And and that's one reason. I mean, I've two or three times swore off the NFL. Don't get me wrong; they're the greatest athletes in the world, but. You know they they play for more money than these girls could ever imagine, and these girls are out there banging around. Yeah, they're not as big, they're not as fast, they can't throw as far, uh, can't jump as high, and all that stuff. But they're out there playing a game that they truly love to play, and they're getting nothing for it. And um, you know to see all these people say, "Well, I can't." play for 85 million i got to support my family and you know here we've got single moms and students and people working regular jobs just to, to survive and working hard and playing footballs they're out you know to get away from the seriousness or the toughness of life brings and uh you know they're doing it because they love the game so you know that that's the biggest reason that i one of the biggest reasons that I really like women's football and become a part of it five years ago. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's a different thing. Once it gets a hold of you, it, it's like something that you don't, uh, you don't expect, but because you think women's football and you hear this all the time, can women really play football? Well, guess what? If they're coached right and uh, you stay after them the way I think you should, I mean, you pick them up when they're down. You pat them on the back when they do good. You let them know when they don't do good. Hey, they can. You can put some good players out there that can can be amazing. And uh, you know that's what we're about around here, and that's what I've been about. And um, you know that's that's the only way I know. And when you do those things, I think you have some great players, and you get some great players. Um, you know, I I've got three players on my team that uh, other teams didn't want, run them off for whatever reason. And they come to me and they didn't know even what positions were. And uh, two of those three now are are all-stars in the USWFL and um, just making amazing players. And it ain't that I know more than everybody else, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, it's just the way we do things around here. And and uh, we we hope we do it right and 
continue to do it right and we want to uh, we want to be the best that we can be i mean there you know we're not trying to be the dallas elite we're just trying to be the tri-cities thunder and i think a lot of those teams and a lot of these players get caught up in well hey i want to be this town you know what just be what you can be and be the best team that you can be you don't have to be uh, the Dallas Elite or the Chicago Force, whoever, just just be what you can be. Be the best player you can be, and each uh, each one of your team members be the best they can be, and then who knows what can happen. So, you know that's that's a big thing um, for us. Uh, I've got two assistant coaches, Mike Wallace and Tony Seymour. And, um, they don't get enough credit. Uh, they do great job. I mean, they're out there donating their time every day. Uh, I can remember when we started first of the year. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's ten degrees, about eight inches of snow on the ground, and uh, you know, just the last practice we had Sunday was about ninety some, uh, hot. These guys are out there doing everything they can for these women, um, and it was, uh, and it's really, you know, goes. They don't get much credit for it, and. Uh, I really appreciate their help and everything they do and stand for. And, you know, they sort of, if anybody knows me, they sort of let me rant and rave when I uh, need to and, you know, just sort of let me do my thing. And, um, you know, we try not to get in each other's way. We're all we're all about the team, you know, and, and it ain't nothing but that. And uh, that's, that's the way we like to do things. And um, they've come to know that, and uh, we've got to know each other real well i've had mike for two years now and this is tony's first year and um you know those those guys did a great job and like i say they've been there and being committed and you know they'll both tell you uh my biggest thing is you want to be on my team you're, you're going to be committed and you're going to be dedicated and if you're going to do that then we're going to be successful and you ask both of them they they truly believe it i guarantee it and uh, both of them are old football guys, and they they know a lot. But the difference is knowing a lot of football and, and transforming it into women's football is, is a lot different. So it's really been uh, a challenge, you know, for those guys. Like I said, Mike's second year, he's just really coming around to it. He just fell in love with it. And, you know, I see the excitement on – Tony's face at practice, and uh, we got a chance to win this championship this weekend. I mean, it ain't going to be no cakewalk. The West Virginia Wildfire is a great team. We beat them in overtime and was fortunate enough to do that. So it's going to be a great game. But, uh, you know, just to see the excitement on these coaches' face and these young players' face and these rookies, and, you know, we've did it with (laughs) – Almost like the Arkansas team, 13 here, 14 there. We've not played one game with all of our players yet. Uh, so I know what they went through, and, it, and it's been tough. And uh, that's what, you know, you got to have great coaches and great personnel surrounding you and your team that for to survive when you've only got this few of players. And, uh, you know, that, like when, you, when you're on the same page, like I say, it, it's it's easy to, to do, you know, because they, they know how I am, and I'm going to rant and rave at times, and maybe at the refs, if 
anybody knows me about that. And, uh, you know, maybe about these players making a few mistakes they shouldn't be. And, hey, those guys just let me be who I am, and I let them be who they are, and that's why we get along good. So I want to thank both of them for all their hard work and help and dedication to this team because, like I say, you go from practicing in 10-degree weather to getting ready to play maybe in 90-some degree weather, and uh, it's a tough deal when, when they work jobs as well as everybody else. So thank both of you guys if you're out there listening, and uh, um, just really appreciate it. But, uh, you know, and all the help, not only just them, all the help that surrounds not just my team, every team. I mean, to pull off a game, is, in general, people think, well, it's easy. You know what? It's easy to play away. That's what it's easy. You might have to deal with the home crowd of the team or the home cooking of the refs or something like that. But as far as it's easy just to travel and show up and uh, play the game and not have to have any help other than some water girls or water boys, whatever you got. But uh, you play home, it, it takes a lot. And us hosting this championship this weekend, Man, I'm telling you, we've worked nonstop for the past four weeks, getting everything lined up, and uh, it it's going to be a great venue. And I want to just thank all the help that might be listening out there that, that helps our team and travels with our team and surrounds it. Uh, I know you can't never uh, thank them enough. And uh, so I, I want to thank them, you know, and uh, because we wouldn't be as a team or any anything else uh, you know where we where we're at without them so it's um it's it don't go unnoticed that's for sure so we're just we're just proud to have them around our organization um maybe sometime in september uh, talk to mike and tony both we may depending on how things go we're going to take the whole month uh well, I say the whole month of August. We're going to take the biggest part of August off. We've got a uh, recruiting deal set up at our local fire. And after that, we may sometime in September have a women's football clinic or camp or mini camp, whatever you might want to call it, to help some of these women that may not be getting the, the help at uh, their teams that, you know, they think they need or can't get the extra work or, whatever and we're not out here trying to um take anything away from anybody but you know we've got players ourselves that, that can't afford to take off work for uh or working out as far as the team goes so we can't uh we can't take anything for granted as far as we go i'm just thinking that some of these other girls that uh you know might not get the attention that they think they might need at uh their their teams or whatnot. So we're going to welcome everybody that uh, wants to attend to come down here and uh, don't know what dates it'll be or anything like that. Just something throwing out there to give some people that might be listening that might want to come and check it out an opportunity. And uh, maybe it's in the next few weeks I can get us a, a uh, date nailed down as to when we might do it and it ain't gonna be you know nothing you're gonna come down here and bang around on one another we're just gonna work on some fundamental stuff and some technique stuff and a lot of things that we do in practice and you know 
if you're anybody's familiar with the women's games, that uh, the passing game is the most challenging thing. We work on it the most, and we still need to work on it the most. Um, and from what I've seen in every division and leagues, it ain't just it ain't just my team or the teams we play. Uh, we played Fayetteville, and they got as good a passing game as any team that I've uh, seen or that we faced. I mean, they got a good quarterback, and she run, they run about four receivers actually the whole game. Uh, they probably throw the ball 90% of the time, and uh, I love it. I don't like playing against it, but I love it. I like the way they attack. And, I mean, it keeps you guessing the whole time. And, you know, when you got uh, start three three rookies in the secondary, and, man, it, it's challenging. And they they got a good passing game. And, you know, that's uh, we work on that every day in practice. And uh, we'll continue to work on it every day that we do have a practice for here on out, as long as as long as I own this team or coach this team, and uh, so you know, it's just a, to for people that don't live the women's football. I mean, it it's our life. I mean, it has consumed for the last three years, especially since we started this team. But my wife Jennifer started five years ago, and since then, I mean, it's really just consumed our life and it takes so much time away from everything if you want to do it right and you know I was always told if you're going to do something do it right or don't do it at all and we may not have very many players but we sure pride ourselves on trying to do it right and want to think we do anyway and we're going to continue to work at it as if we are and uh, we will never quit working until we achieve the the main goal, and, you know, that's to have one of the best teams, period, out there, not just a small team, but one of the best teams out there. And um, that's our goal here, and that's our uh, uh, way we like to do things. And so if, you, if you're if you not used to the women's football, I know a lot of people just, you know, ain't interested in it, just interested in going to college and, and then watching NFL, and then that, and that's all fine and good, but it uh, it it gets a hold of you, and it's something that uh, you know once you get it in you, you you really like and you wanna um, do do the things for these women that uh, they never got to do. So it it consumes your life, and uh, I'm you know I'm glad my wife decided she wanted to play five years ago with a new. Uh, years ago, she'd have been playing for a lot longer, but uh, she started playing five years ago and fell in love with it and commuted to Chattanooga three times a week to play. And from where we live, you don't know, it's 225 miles one way. And uh, anybody that knows her and me both, I told her when she decided to play, hey, it's a long drive. But if you're going to play, you're going to be committed and go down there and play. We're not just going to show up every now and again and and say, oh, I play football. And uh, she did. She bared down on it and uh, decided that's what she wanted to do. She hung in there for a year. and uh, Things just didn't go the way that – well, sure didn't go the way I thought they should go. And uh, things didn't go the way she thought, you know, she could go. And people in the stands tell me, oh, you think women are going to play like you want to play? And, 
the way you used to play, then you better start your own team. So, you know, she had a meeting with the coach or was supposed to have a meeting with the coach, and he didn't show up. And she said, you know what, we'll just start our team. And she said out a year and three years ago, uh, we started hunting player. Actually, four years ago, we for one whole year there, we just tried to get players and started hunting players, and we put a team on the field three years ago, and uh, we ain't looked back since. And I, I'm telling you, it's been it's been tough. It's one of the toughest things that I've ever did in in my life is uh, hold a team together and teach all these young girls or. or inexperienced girls not necessarily some of them young some of them are not as young no matter what they are they don't matter to me how old they are they're on my team they're on my team so um it don't matter but holding all them together from different walks of life and some of them you know you get one player that shows up and you think she's been playing her whole life then you get another player show up that don't know the difference between offense and defense and uh, when you take and make players out of those kind of girls, that's that's what's rewarding to you. So um, that's what we've did here. And anybody that knows us, whether you like us or not, played us, you know that's what we stand for. And um, not everybody likes everybody, but, you know, there's lots of people that I don't like, but I respect women's football. And uh, whether that's a team that they coach or what, they're, they're women's football. And, and I'm for them because they're on a women's football team. So, um, you know, if we're ever going to grow the sport like I think it needs to be grown, then we've all got to join in there no matter what league uh, you're in. It, you know, to me it ain't a competition. It's, uh, you know, I mean, it's obviously we know who's got the best league out there, who's got the biggest league. So it ain't no competition as far as I'm concerned. It's about getting what these women, I think, deserve. And uh, that's the way we've treated our whole team since we started it. And I would like to see everybody, you know, have that kind of attitude. And like I said, I'm not trying to say, oh, everybody's going to get along because everybody ain't going to get along. But we can all get along for one one common uh, thing here, and that's we're all in women's football together whether it be a 78-roster team or, or that 13-roster team at Arkansas just one with. And I think if we can all, you know, do that, then then we're going to reach reach these goals for some of these girls. You know, maybe not for some of the older girls that uh, are up there in age, but some of the younger girls coming on might be able to get these benefits and play and – uh, crowds like Utah had, and who knows what you know comes from there. And and so you know, I heard you know just today a little bit of bickering about this LFL and women's tackle football. I, I said I'm not no social media person. Um, I I've seen some of the LFL, and they got some great players. Uh, look like to me they could play on any any women's tackle football team. Uh, but vice versa, I've seen a lot of these women uh, play on the women's tackle football teams that could play on that LA, LFL, excuse me, uh, league. I, I don't know what the bickering's about, and I ain't interested in getting too much in it. Just, you know, stuff like that to me just 
hurts women's football in general. And, uh, you know, that just, that's what, well, matter of fact, the player brought it to my attention today. And um, I just, you know, so, you know, I just take the high road on it. I just wanted to mention a little bit that I'd heard about it. And, you know, what kind of Im- negative impact I think it has on women's football in general, not just the women's tackle football or the LFL, uh, just women's football in general. And uh, so, you know, maybe those guys, whoever's arguing, not sure what it's about, maybe they can, you know, come to some kind of agreement that, uh, you know, it's all about the women playing, period, for me. And, you know, that's that's what I'm about. And anybody that uh, knows me around here, you know, um, I I tell them all the time, hey, it's it's a great thing. So um, that's what this show's about. And, uh, you know, we've got a great team right here in Little Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Um, we're, you know, we've been knocking on the door a couple years in a row and ain't never been able to open that door. Uh, we're hoping this weekend we can finally get the door open and, and – reach the goal uh, these these girls have really worked hard and if anybody don't uh, know us you can check us out on tri-cities thunder women's football on facebook or uh, com for our team um so you know the uh, uh you can also find us on the the, the league on uswfl Football League on Facebook. Um, we're going to build this league to hopefully be the best it can be. Like I said, I'm not I'm not out here trying to compete with with any of these leagues. I'm just out here trying to get good, solid teams um, with the, the smaller rosters because there's more of those around where we live. I'm not excluding anybody. And don't want anybody to think, oh, he just catering to little rosters. But I don't want to tell you, hey, come and join my league if you've got 40 players because I don't know who you're going to play. And, uh, you know, I don't want to tell you that, oh, I can get you games and when I can't get you games. And uh, I don't uh, I don't want to do that. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like somebody tell me something and then back out. And then I don't want to be on either side of that. So, um, our goal is to build good, solid teams that want to play uh, good football and hopefully at the end of the year compete for uh, a national championship. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I watched all those championship games, but I'm telling you, we we played in some good games this year, and uh, the teams, are you know, have only had 20 players or less. And it's been a dogfight plumb to the end. And, uh, you know, I know it ain't 60 roster teams going at 60 roster teams, but it's been it's been great football. So our goal is to take this league and uh, build it the best, the best we can. And like I said, we're not going to try to compete with anybody. Uh, you know, just want good, solid teams that, that want to play, that we can get uh, – roster uh, you know that the rosters are not quite as big and that we can get games for them and and hopefully knock down on some of the travel you know 
that's a big thing when you're talking about, I guess, women's football in general, not just the small rosters, but mainly the small rosters is these travel expenses, you know, and the being gone away from home for a day or two is, is hard for them to get all their players there. So if you can get teams within your area that uh, fit in the the what you're trying to do, it just helps your whole league out, helps your team, helps their team, helps everybody's team that's part of it. And, uh, you know, you don't have to have uh, 50, 60 teams, in my opinion, to have a good league. You just got to have good teams in your league to have a good league. And that's what we're hoping to build right here. And um, I'm hoping that we can get a lot of support from, you know, a lot of people. And uh, if they do uh, uh, that, then uh, we will be, we will be successful. So um, that's my goal. And uh, uh, I guess that's about all for tonight, but I want to thank everybody that's, Listen, this is my first time at this. Hope I wasn't too bad. And uh, next week, um, like I said, maybe I can have a couple coaches call in. And uh, really appreciate the opportunity from J.C. Hawk Sports uh, Network to to have me on tonight and let me ramble on about women's football. And um, I just really appreciate. And hope everybody has a a great night. Till uh, next week. Thank you. Thank you.